0: A listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this.
1: Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Let him go. Coming up on Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon, what is going on at the West Tigers? And in the Woodsy's front row forum today, I'll give you the rundown on what I think of the Warriors. We're
2: going to have a chat about what we think a Penrith dynasty could look like.
1: And more on Chance Glocklnick's next dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Footy Talk with Wado and Woodsy and Maroon here. Let's welcome the boys in. Hello. Uh, firstly to you, Wado, you've just got back from, uh, what do they call it now? Go-something stadium in Auckland.
2: From Auckland, yeah. we come back yesterday. Uh, so quite a big day. It's always a bit of a longer trip home when um, the result doesn't go your way, particularly how convincing the Warriors were against us. So mm. it was a you know tough result for us, but we got to accept the criticism and get the train and we've got plenty of work to do.
1: We're going to talk about the uh, Warriors in the front row forum with this man, Woodsy, and unfortunately, you blokes, big effort on the weekend, but you lost as well. Yeah, it's uh, like what I said, you just got to be ready for that criticism. We had
0: opportunities to win the game. Uh, we just couldn't put them away. They're, they're a very good side. Uh, defensively, they're awesome, but man, they're attacking flair from them. They just throw the ball around from every part of the field
2: and mm-hmm. you always got to be on your game. Well, the good news is... Me and Woodsy play each other this yeah, weekend. So it's a battle yeah. of the losers. Yeah. So next week, you're going to have at least one happy play <laughs> yeah. man,
1: God, I yeah. hope it's me. Yeah. Please. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's the second installment of the Waito Woodsy Cup. Waito's up 1 0. Yeah, 1-0 early. 20 to 14 last time round. Let's talk about your two clubs and this game going into it because obviously there'll be a belief with your mob, Woodsy, yep. that, you know, you really do need to win this one. Yeah, stay in to, touch. To, for where we are on the ladder, this is huge. This is getting to a point where it's going to be
0: our grand final. We need to win. Um, and and Wader will tell you, I remember when I was at the Sharks, we always had quite a poor record against Manly. So it's a game that they're going to really be up for. And then Wade just touched on it before. They had a, a big loss on the weekend, so they're hurting. It's very similar to us. So they're going to be pumped up, no doubt. Fitzy will, you know, if they haven't done their re- review session now, you'll be quite honest in that. And, and the boys will want to fix up the areas they got wrong because we were quite similar Um, You know, we had quite a few, a handful of opportunities on the weekend. We just couldn't put the the Cowboys away. So it's a game that both sides desperately need to win
1: and it can't come quick enough, to be honest with you. Is it true, though, uh, Wado, that on the plane back, Fitzy said to you blokes, listen, uh, the good news is Manly aren't a top eight side because we all know we can't be (laughs) a top eight side.
2: Definitely no truth in that, but... um... You know, Woodsy just summed it up. It's a crucial, crucial game for both teams. It's the way the ladder is is so congested. On Sunday, we're in the top four. We yep. lo- we lost the game. I know we lost it convincingly. You go from top four to you know I think we're six now after that. Yeah. So, just the way the ladder is with um, this season how it's panned out. Each win, particularly this time of year, is so crucial. We know we've got the Cowboys are playing great footy. They're sneaking up the ladder. Parramatta are back. So a lot of teams vying South for that. Sydney. South Sydney. So a lot of teams are vying for that are on the same amount of points, and each win and two points, your bank is just so valuable.
1: Yeah. Wait, oh, two, uh, on the back of this one, after Manly, you've got Penrith and South. So there's no easy games, but you've got that top eight hoodoo. You'd want to be able to beat either Penrith or Souths.
2: Yeah, it's a big month coming up for us, and yeah, the, the criticism of us at the moment is we haven't been able to get it done in, in the big games, and unfortunately – There's no hiding away from that. The results are the results. You know, all we can do is keep working hard and keep trying to chase those results and chase those big games. And hopefully we get one soon because it was a bad result for us on the weekend, obviously. But I know we're going to talk about the Warriors, but they they played some good footy on Sunday. And, you know, we were in, I thought, the contest for parts of the game. But they were just relentless and it eventually suffocated us and and they found, you know, when they did find points, they found them in bunches and it was just it was a hard game for us to claw back.
1: Mm. And Woodsy, for for your mob, for Manly, it looked like you you really did try your asses off and particularly I thought your online defence. It felt like the Cowboys were just chucking everything at you blokes but they just couldn't kick away from you. So I guess to some extent Anthony Seabold was happy with the effort. Extremely proud of the effort, but you
0: know, wait will tell you,
1: it's something that needs to be
0: in your performance every week is your effort. You know, if mm. you're if you're just happy with uh, you're walking away that, oh yeah, we had great effort, that's that's not the standard we want to set it manly. You know, we're a bit of a side at the moment. I don't know if, if the the is right, like it's two steps forward, then one step back. You know, we do some good things and then we just do some, you know, childish plays that just let us let teams off the hook. And, you know, when you've got the foot on the throat, you need to get in there, put it even harder and twist it. And we're not doing that at the moment. We're letting the teams off the hook. And like you said, you know, the effort was it was good. Like Cowboys are a great attacking side; they got threat all over the park. But geez, we just let them off the hook a couple of times with, you know, some silly passes or just mis- missed execution off our attack lines on the try line.
2: Well, that's what the good teams don't do, right? Once, exactly. Once they have their yeah. str- like, once they have their foothold on the game and they're controlling the game, they just don't. Well,
0: you said they- that with yourself with the Warriors yesterday yeah, when they it- scored tries, they scored in bunches. Yeah. we're just not doing that at the moment.
2: And we thought like communication talk from us was just hanging the fight, hanging the yep. fight. Eventually, our opportunity will come, right? And but they were just. They were too good for us, and I think they finished the game, you know, over ninety percent completion, which mm. is extremely I high. Think they, had
0: more, they had more completed sets than you had, well, had for sets in the game, cents, which yeah. is
2: extreme. And that's like, it's not even to say that we were all that bad. They were just very no. good. That was that was a great game of footy that the Warriors played against us on Sunday.
1: And when we talk about them in the front row forum, we're going to ask you guys a question: How far can they go? So so keep your powder dry on that one. The Tigers again find themselves anchored to the bottom of the competition table. I mean, the last couple of weeks they haven't been beaten by 70 again, but they are getting beaten convincingly. And again, Newcastle put seven tries on them. But I guess more of the talk at the moment, guys, is not on the field but off the field. With the talk that Benji Marshall and Scott Fulton don't get on, they don't get on. The first issue this raises is why does all this stuff leak out of the Tigers all the time? Who is the gossip? Who is the rumour monger? Who (laughs) Who is telling these stories? Well, I was there for quite a while and it was
0: happening before I was there, while I was there, and still happening now. So, you know, talking to a couple of people around the around the scene, it's not just it's not just players, it's not just board members, it could be managers. It's everyone, whoever's got – it's all the people that need agendas, you know. Like, for me, the first thing, you know, we speak about Fulton and, and, and Benji, it's just the funny one that they did not go to Benji and, and consult about it. Like, Benji's the one that's picking the team. And and he's the one that's coming up with the game plan, the style of play that he wants to play, the culture. He's going to be the coach, obviously, in, I think it's two more years' time. Tim's still head coach for this year and next year. There's a lot of question marks if Benji's going to take over next year. But don't you think they would have spoke to Benji before they would have got signed on Fulton and said, look, just get a bit of reassurance from Benji and say, yeah, I'm keen to get him on board. You know, I'd love to sit down and have a chat with him because these are the type of players I want to get on board. But it's sort of like they've just said, all right, Fulton, we want to sign you, You've got the keys to the castle. You can do whatever you want. Sign the players you want to sign. Move the players on that you want to move on without even speaking to Benji.
2: Yeah, it's a funny one because uh, those guys need to work in tandem, right? That, well, every club bet, I've been at, they, they normally do. Well, they need to. They they need to because say if Benji's a coach moving forward, right, he has a vision of his style and yep. how he wants to play, how he wants his team to play footy, and the type of players he wants. Now the the recruitment guy's got to be on the same page as him, so he can go and recruit the guys that to know, <laughs> execute Benji's plan. So it's just. You know, the thing for me is, you know, you never hear of leaks out of a happy club that have real good relationships, strong relationships between their their employees or whether they're players, coaches, and that because, you know, when you have those strong relationships, you don't need to leak anything because if you do have a problem, you're comfortable enough to go and tell the person, oh, this is a problem, I'm not liking, I don't think we're doing it right this way, or maybe we can do it better this way. And you have the conversation and then, you know, you work together to, you know, realign because you know, you're all in, you're all invested in the club and you want to have success together, right? That's when you have situations where different people in the person aren't aligned, Um, they don't have a strong relationship. Well, of course, if they're not comfortable talking, if me if I'm not comfortable talking to Woodsy about the problem, I'm going to go talk to someone else about the problem. And when I talk to someone else about the problem, it's gone. Yeah. And, and once yeah. it's gone, mm. it's you can't get it back in rugby league or in any sport I'd... But I was, I'd bet.
0: Also with the Tigers, you, you sort of want like it's like the head of marketing wants marketing to go well. You know, the sponsors want sponsors to go well. The the, the trainers want the fitness side of things to go well. It's like they just want their department to go yeah. good. Like what I said, you all need to be on the same page. So when things don't go well, you don't just sit there and go, Oh, point the finger, you didn't do a job. You didn't. you can be honest and say, Listen, mate, this is you know, this is your area. Why are we not achieving where we should be at? Mm. Whereas you can't have those tough because all those people are just worried about is I right, I've got my you know keys in my backyard that's all sorted.
2: It doesn't work that right. It doesn't yeah, matter. And that's one <coughs> thing I when I was it at Cronulla.
0: like, Cronulla's not a big club, but you got some people there doing two or three roles because they want the club to succeed. They don't want just their department to succeed. They want to say like so the sponsorship guys. They want the marketing to go well. They want the players to go well. They'll do anything they possibly can, whether it's hold a sign up on the day of the game or whether it's come to training, help out the boys because it's such a small club. People are so happy for the club to go well. Whereas in these other clubs, like the Tigers, it looks like they're only worried about their own role. They don't care about anything else that happens around. As long as their role is good, then they've done their job.
2: It doesn't. All that matters, you know, is the club success and the, and the team success. Win, winning, yeah. is what, mm. winning is the result. But they all need. help yeah. each other. And yeah. it's yeah.
1: like they're not helping each other at the moment. I can see with the doggies now that although they're not having a lot of success on the field, off the field, they're all working together. So – one day, it's all going to click. But it's like they've got a good leader. Like yeah Gus
0: just says, listen, guys, mm. this is my ship. You either jump on or you jump off. Yeah, yeah and, and you
2: can tell oh, because all, all the messaging and all you hear out of there is all the same, whether it's from a player exactly, or yeah. whether it, from the coach. You know yeah, that's they're right. All, they're all saying the yeah. same message. Mm. That means their identity is clear. They understand where they're at and where they're going and everyone's on board. Yeah. Like They're happy, as Woodsy said, just to chip in where they can. They know they're going for a bit of pain, but they're moving forward and they're all moving forward together. That's the only way – the game's too hard to try and move forward on your own. Like, you, need, you need to do it all together. For to me, to
0: me, it's like, you know, you speak, but you hear Gus and you hear Cameron Serrano talk. You know, we're not going to make the eight this year. We want to make the eight. But our biggest thing, we want to fix our defence, blah, blah, blah. You hear West Tigers talk. Tim goes. I wasn't even invited to that meeting. Yeah, I haven't mm. heard about it. Like, so th- it just shows you they're on different pages. Yeah.
1: And just coming back to the Tigers for a second before we move on, the next thing is yesterday Justin Pascoe spoke with Scott Fulton and Benji Marshall, but he didn't speak to them together, which I I thought we'd get him. The
0: attack comes back to Wado's. Those- you can't get everyone, the man conversations. Why can't you get them in the same room? at the same? Wouldn't that, that's how you fix well, they it. Need,
2: they need to be. So you're on the same page. They need to have page. a working relationship. Yeah, that's so exactly you, right. You can't have your head of recruitment and your head coach we, you be. We've both played with, the we've played
0: with guys that probably aren't fond of each other, but they get the job done.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? I wonder if it's time, depending on, like a lot of these contracts coaches have now aren't if you get sacked tomorrow, you get paid for the next three years. Depending on the contracts individuals are on, I wonder if it's not time to nip all this in the bud, change coaches again, bring in Justin Holbrook. I think you're you're an idiot. (laughs) Why why do you think I'm an idiot? Well, I
2: was just about to say. Why do you think I'm an idiot? Because
1: this is the first year of five years for Benji. Did you just hear me say, (laughs) did you (laughs) just hear me say, knucklehead, nip it in the bud, if the contracts allow, move them all on. What happens
0: if Holbrook doesn't work in the next six months? We're going to nip that in the bud too?
1: Listen. No,
0: no, no. You put your point. That (laughs) is
1: one of the stupidest things I've heard come out of your mouth. You have got to be joking. That is one of the stupidest things I've heard come out of your mouth. Mate, I've done a lot of commentary. You can't even get the names right. Mate. Justin Pasco, uh, Justin Pasco. Now so you, look, can't, you can't get right right. Justin Holbrook. Justin Holbrook is a, is a successful coach in the Super League, and he's only just been sacked. He didn't even know he was going to get the punt. Which, but, you, I'm, but I'm saying to you, so what happens next year
0: if they're in the same situation now? Now, when they do your beautiful well, this, idea of getting Holbrook, do we look, just
1: nip it in the butt again and start hey, again? Did I say it was my idea? I'm asking the questions. I and don't need you to ask me one of a the question. Dumbest, dumbest ideas I've ever heard. Waito.
2: Well, I, he, I don't think you can move everyone on because
1: – got to pay them out. So you got to pay everyone well, well, out. didn't and you then, hear me say, move, depending on their contracts, you didn't move, <laughs> you hear me say that?
2: If you move the coach on <laughs> – You are off your head. <laughs> Let's try and keep this on track. Right, if you move sorry, the coach wait. on – you know, not only do you move the coach or you move all the people and mm-hmm. the trainers, because if Holbrook comes in, just say for instance, yeah, he wants his own strength guy, yeah. he wants his own. But yeah, what, what about recruiting? So we're him three years to well, get his right
0: players. That's
2: but the thing is too. What if he doesn't get along with Fulton? He, yeah, I was about to say that he if if Holbrook comes in, he probably wants his own recruitment guy, yeah, yeah. or at least someone he has a relationship with, so they can target the players and go after the players. Uh, that I figured
0: they want. it out. The only reason why this guy wants Holbrook in there is so he can get an invoice to do the club day. <laughs> no, you <laughs> know, you can do your
1: stuff on. on. <laughs> well, look, am I right? Mate. (laughs) I am right. You were the first time I've seen you lost for words. I'm booked solid. I'm booked solid. And you'll be booked even more solid when he's there. Now, wherever you're listening in the car or on your iPad or lying in bed or sitting on the floor, wherever you're listening, I know that you heard me say (laughs) depending on the status of people's contracts. So you both say no to Justin Holbrook. No, I just say no, no to your stupid idea. You how, how is it? A, it's not my idea. Benji's contracted to five years. I understand that, mate, but don't you know that some of these current contracts aren't. So, his, would you be happy at Holbrook to be assistant coach? I don't give a shit either way, <laughs> mate. I'm just throwing it in there. Well, I couldn't give a shit if they got bloody George Piggins to coach them. It's not my business. I think would tell you
2: would. I'll tell you where they need to start. They need to start, they need to get. If Benj and Fulton don't get along, they need to get them in a room and they need to get them aligned. Well, if they're not yeah. if they're I, not aligned, I couldn't agree more with Waiter. If, if they're Waiter. not aligned, well, there needs to be a change because they're wasting time. That's what's gonna be happening. This if is gonna be bickering for two, going to three be, years. Someone's gonna have this go this direction and someone's gonna go that direction, and it's just gonna be it's not gonna work. So unless those boys can get in the room and and work out, you know, this is the club we're putting first and this is the direction we're going, get on the same page. They're wasting time. I think
1: you would be good back there because you just start a fight out of nothing. You see, there was no dr- – you've just leapt over the see, bloody See, my desk. thing
0: is I, I love the Tigers
1: too and it's just – it's killing me seeing this happen. Mate, you love the ti- – you love every club you play for and you play for you really love all of You more than I do. Mate, I don't – I just – I'm just here <laughs> doing my job. On the books, too. <laughs> oh, so On that. the books, I mean. Now, let's talk about a team that has got their, their shopping order have got their house in order. The Panthers won five of six during the origin period. And even over the weekend, no Crichton, Cleary, no um, Martin, no Yo, no To'o. Wow. And they still go out and have a good win over the Dolphins in front of a home crowd in Redcliffe. Boys, do you think – now, don't attack me here, would you? I'm just asking. (laughs) I think I'll agree with you here. Okay. Do you think they are one of the best teams of the modern era? I personally do. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're the blueprint. You know, when you talk about a lot of –
0: you know, your standards and things you want to achieve at the start of year with your goals, you're always looking at the top sides to get it done. And Penrith are, uh, are top of all areas, like yeah. whether it's, you know, most meters made, offloads, defensive systems, tries conceded through the ruck, tries, you know, held up, tries on the edge. Mate, they're just a well-drilled side. And, you know, the culture out there is it's absolutely phenomenal. You said there's, there was five or six players out, and not just normal players, like they're origin, you know, country representatives. <laughs> and the blokes that come in just fill a void, like – Previous years, it was a Sullivan. Last year, he was, you know, mm. the halfback of the Dolphins on a weekend. Then you got young Jack Cogger. He got 10 in the bin on the weekend. So they played a, a period of that game with 12 players. Now, we had Scott Sorensen at the Sharks. He, you know, struggled to get a position there. He's he's worked his way as a utility, then starting back row. They just turn, you know, average players. In the, they're, the, they're the new Melbourne Storm, I, I personally well, think. Well,
2: just their consistency certainly over, you know, back-to-back premiers, and they're, yep. they're short on, like, favourites this year, which their defensive. Three years in a row, mate. With their defensive record, they're, they're the shortest odds premiership. And, and they lost year. the grand
0: final before they won it, yeah. too. Long. That's three grand against, finals the a row. The Cameron, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Against the Cameron Smith-Melbourne Smith. Te- like Storm just, team.
0: And just lost that in the back end. And
2: pretty much, that was just Cameron's experience that first yeah. half. He kicked them to death, and Melbourne got a bit of a lead. And Penrith did fight back, but they just – it was the first time for a lot of those guys, and Cameron yep. Smith, the master, just – sort of edged his team in front with how he played the game. The I think the scary thing for the rest of the competition is, you know, Penrith had the potential to be set up like this for such a long time. Like mm, the junior, yep. you know, I grew up playing in the junior leagues at Penrith and the area is so big. So many juniors out there and and rugby league is just what you do out there. It starts from Blacktown, goes all the way up to the lower blue mountains and then all the way out to, Win- or to the Hawkesbury. Yeah. So That's, that's the, nice. catch, that's, that's that's big, the that's catchment area. And like, Harold Matts, every age, you're either in the grand final or you win. SG Ball, you're in the grand well, final I remember, you I remember win.
0: growing up, and I just hate playing against Penrith or Parrot because their catch when they just so big. I remember I played against Wado when I was young and, and Harold Matthews. We scored the first trial and got beat 66-6. Yeah.
2: There's just so many players yeah. out there, so many players. And they've had the potential to be set up like this to club for a long time and just yeah. haven't got it right over the years. They've Well, even when you go back to Greg Alexander, the, a bunch of local juniors come through, they stay together, and they win a comp, but then they all go and then – 2003, a bunch of local juniors come through. They, they win the yep. comp and then they all go. And they just haven't been able to maintain it. But now like, now the club is set up where I think this could go on for like, this, 10, 15, 20 years. It's going to be a powerhouse with I, just the junior system they have out there. And they've got it right. Like As soon as a player moves on, there'll be another young kid in that under-20s team or that SG ball team you ready say, to just like, play you, first grade.
0: You say play player move. I thought they would be, you know, probably – Top four, top six this year, because they lose. I thought Coruscant was so big yeah. to him. And just the way that they've handled with him gone, you know, Cape they lost Capral a year ago. Kick, Kick out gone. They've brought in blokes like Isaac Tungo. Like, how yeah, good is he? He's, he's, one good. Of the, he's the best center in the competition. I don't care, He's one of the best centers in the competition. He's on yeah. fire. Mm. And you know, like Sorrow goes from the back row, uh, from the bench to the back row. You know, they there was talk of Luke Gunner, but then they've all just competition. Zach Hosking. you They're know, he was so playing cold. park yeah. footy for Newcastle two years ago. Plays for Brisbane last year, and gets opportunity, unbelievable.
2: Lindsay Smith. They're just so confident in their footy. There, they have tremendous belief in their yep. footy, like the the footy club, and then whoever comes in, you can't help. Like, get that confidence. It can't help but rub mm. off on
0: you. Young Sunia, the winger. Like, yeah. they just they – just, it's right. unbelievable, the catchment.
2: There'll be 10 kids in under-20s and eighteen out and there ready to go. And that's yeah. our ready point. Ready
0: to go. Tigers have a big catchment area. They're from Campbelltown all the way to Middegong. Like, that's huge, like, the area. And they've got Bowman as well. So they should be
1: trying to do a blueprint of what Penrith do. Do you think they should bring Justin Holbrook? <laughs> in? No yeah, comment. Ivan Cleary back. Well, they <laughs> had him, mate. They, yeah. had, him. they had the man. Yeah. Well, I tell you what would bring Penrith back down to earth a little bit. Just get Woodsy to sign on for you. That, that'll bring him back to the pack. <laughs> oh, the mock! <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the front row forum on footy talk. <laughs> this is footy talk with Wado, Woodsy, and Maroon. Let's do this.
2: Woodsy's front row forum. Front row forum. Okay,
1: now we're going to talk about uh, in the front row forum. Well, well, Woodsy, I'll hand it over to you because it's your little segment. And uh, I think you've brought up, we can't not talk about them anymore. Yeah, definitely. It's obviously the
0: New Zealand Warriors. We spoke about it a little bit early on. And just the the job that Andrew Webster's done over there, like it's been remarkable. Obviously, you know, Wade, you played against them two days ago, but we haven't played him yet. I just, I thought the first thing they did well was the signing of the players. You know, the players they brought in, they brought Tamari Martin. Murata Niacore, they didn't play yesterday against against your Waiter Luke Metcalf, who was an understudy at the Sharkies, Chance Clock or he's he was being one of the, the finds of the year for them, and I couldn't believe that Canberra let him go. Um, Mitch Barnett, like uh, another one, Newcastle, come on, man! Like you talk about a, a hard player that's got through that period that can be a consistent footballer week in week out. He epitomises that. He's tough, he's ruthless. They start him on an edge, they put him in the middle, and they get nearly. 70, 80 minutes. Uh, yeah, mate. What do you think? I just about got that?
1: to stop you, mate, because you are. Uh, I know, I, start, I know. You've made You point it out laugh. that I get the names wrong, no, but you I, just I, called. I normally call him CKN. <laughs> you, you just called Chance Nickel Clockstad, Sean's Clock or
2: Nickstad. I'm
1: trying to give him a rap. Come on, mate. And okay. then another like
0: Jackson Ford. You know, he yeah. was a, a fringy at the Dragons. He played a lot of reserve grade, but he had a lot of potential. A good local junior who never wanted to leave the Dragons. And. He's starting back row there, and he's just—he's one of those effort area players. He runs a good, tough line. He leads the kick chase, defensively very solid. And you look at what Webby's done with, you know, Sean Johnson. You know, there was cause to to make him retire last season. And one of the first things Webby did, and I remember speaking to Webby and he gave Sean a call and just said, mate, I'm going all in on you, you know, and, and I expect, you know, you to be focused, blah, blah, blah. And Sean, like from that moment, he's just got so much confidence that he knows the coach is backing him. And he reckons him being home, settled, back in his own environment. Now, he's just had his second kid on the weekend. He just seems so happy that his game management is. Oh, he's been, outstanding on the oh, weekend. Oh, mate. Like just, but I know we talk about a lot of his tries, sis, but he's kicking game. Kicking You out, know, game and yeah. remember when we, we said, oh, Sharks, like when when Shawnee's kicking game was on, we knew he was on. But he's been on every week. And it just steering them around the ship. Marcelo Montoya. like.
2: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's actually for me – that's the real mark on Andrew Webster. Yeah, what like, he's getting out of players like even Dallin,
0: mate, those, Dallin Matini says yeah,
2: it's the best footy <laughs> <are> they've been. <laughs> that's a good, you got it, <laughs> Pompeii. Pompei. Yeah, mm. just but you, just the growth of those guys yeah. in the season. You see, like a lot of we talk about teams who come in, they need to recruit new guys, yep. recruit new guys. The first thing, if you're a good coach, you're trying to get the best out of the players that you have, and exactly. Andrew Webster's certainly done that, and it's noticeable like in the way they play and the commitment they have for each other in the game, and. You know, you, we haven't even spoken about Fanual Blake, oh, yeah. Toby Harris, Harris Wade, Wade Egan. Mate,
0: wait, I I, talk, I spoke to Lodgy throughout the week because Lodgy just signed with Manly. And I was like, who's one of the guys that really impressed you at the Warriors? He goes, mate, Wade Egan. Like, he's a, he's a future representative. I said, really? And he goes, mate, the, the craftiness, like yeah, just knowing – yeah. he knows the right time to give the right players the ball. Like, he, he's got Fanual Blake running lead lines, but then he's got Sean Johnson at the back, Metcalf, and they play so straight and direct. You can't – like, it's so hard to double D it. Like – Double D's where you you, you got your man once the ball gets out the back to come off and then put pressure on the outside bloke. It's just so hard because they play so direct and they bite you right into the line. You're not able to go out the back and, and put other pressure on it. And it gives Sean Johnson that time. It gives Metcalf that time. And and the, the, the whole run is like outside the back yeah. of that.
2: And we were saying earlier like the good teams in the NRL when you when you're controlling the energy, controlling the game, yep. controlling the contest, you don't let the opposition off off the hook. No, and that's exactly what they did to us on the weekend. They you know, we actually scored first, and we started probably a little bit better, but yep. they ground their way into the game, completed high. Shawnee kicked well, put us under pressure. From that, probably, I'd say, the 25 to 30-minute mark. It was, it was that,
0: 22 minutes. They had it on the screen.
2: They just didn't let us back into the game. It was it, like
0: 22 to 31. They scored four four tries. Yeah,
2: and we were actually at the start of that second half. We're yep. trading sets for quite a long time. It was, I reckon, maybe and, and, 15, 20 minutes to get, almost again. We were trading sets for them. And
0: back on that way, like, years gone past. Like, how many times would we say it? All right, boys. You get into that grind with the Warriors. They've got that soft underbelly. Whereas you know, if you can keep going set for set, they're going to try to flick one out of the backside, or they're going to try to come up with that miracle play. As long as you've got numbers around the ball, you're going to get the opportunities. They're not giving you those opportunities no, this they, year.
2: That's like yes, on Sunday when they had like yeah. when, when they had control of the the contest, they just didn't let up and no. they relentlessly kicked us into the corner. Yep. And we we couldn't find our way back. So you know, everyone's been impressed by the Warriors, particularly how they starred the year. Yep. I feel like everyone's been on the edge just waiting for them to dip, you know waiting for them to dip. But I actually think they're getting
0: better. I, you know what's been good for them too? This origin, they've had no one in there. So they have yeah. no losses, you know, from that period. No one's going to get injured. And they've been able to have the same – close to the same seven in each week, you know. And and from that, oh, they've got the third-best attack in the comp, which it's something that we come, you know, if the Warriors are on, they score some points. But they've got the third-best defense.
2: Yeah, well, that's what you need.
0: And as you always say, if you're going to be up there with the competition, you need to be in the top four defensively.
2: Well, mate, history shows – you can't win the competition if you're not in the top four defensive teams yep. you know, in the competition, and that's just—it's not just some random stat. No. It's actually legitimate. Like it's—you Any, it's, can anyone who's listening can look it up. Maybe one or two teams in the whole history yep. have come outside of it. Uh, maybe Penrith back in the day, I think. Uh,
0: maybe. Or maybe yes. Tigers. I think Tiger, it might have been no, Tigers in two thousand five. Tigers yes. in two thousand five, yeah, and
2: yeah. I think there's another one in it. But the rest—the rest have come from the top four yep. um, defensive clubs in the competition. So in the NRL, it, it just, its just—it's a must.
0: And from what we just said, then boys. I reckon Webby will be coach of the year, Dalian yeah. coach of the year. And mm. I reckon a smoky for Dalian player of the year that none of us said, Sean Johnson. Yeah, the more well,
1: they, like, every time they win, he's three points. 100%. Yeah. Hey, it's talking about the top four there, boys. They, they are right now, the Warriors are fifth on 26. The Raiders are fourth on 28. But... Friday, 6 o'clock, Raiders-Warriors. That's that's a massive game. I remember what happened last
0: time on Jared Croker's the game? Yes. Yes. They chowed t- 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 him up down in Canberra.
1: Do you guys think, like, you're probably same as me. Generally speaking, you believe the team that wins the premiership has to finish top four. Do you think if the Warriors finish the top four, in the top four, they have what it takes?
2: Oh, 100%. I think... Now, that first week, particularly if they get a game in New Zealand. Yep. I imagine going over in New Zealand week one of the finals, mm. oh. having to play them there in front of their home crowd. Like they're a massive chance because if they get that first game done over in New Zealand, week well, off. a week off into a prelim. So for sure they'd be aiming for top two they should be aiming for. If they get that home semi, it'd be a massive advantage to have a an Australian team go over and play New Zealand.
0: And they can beat the tops. Remember against Brisbane, they
1: scored on the bell but got pulled back. To lose the game. That's right. Pompey yeah. shouldn't have yeah. touched him. So yeah, that's right. Mate, they can beat anyone on their day. Yeah, and the first round against you guys, they had to come back. Yeah, we,
2: we were up 24 yeah. after about mm. yeah, 20 was, minutes. I thought it
1: was going to be 60 that
0: game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, that actually sparked them. Yeah, that <laughs> was what got know, them in the gear, that wasn't sparked it? sparked them in the gear. So, remember everyone was like, You're welcome, oh, the Warriors.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Waiter, uh, great to catch up with you, mate. What would you get me from duty-free? Is duty-free still a thing? I
2: got you a big block of toberone, mate. Oh, I know you yeah. love it.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you got him that cologne that he was going to refill. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, he's, still, he's still got heaps
2: <laughs> he's of the still other got one. another one. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting more watered down. Yes,
1: uh, still got, I've still got the cologne my kids got me from Father's Day fate at uh, 2006 at the school they went to.
2: What is it, like one part cologne, two parts water? <laughs> is that how you get the most out of it?
1: <laughs> uh, and, uh, Woodsy, you've managed to offend me again again today, mate. So, uh, well, it's not hard. Are you calling on Friday? I'm with you on Friday, big oh, boy. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Well, that's it for Footy Talk. Have uh, a great night, day, whenever you are listening and we'll catch you next time.